0: The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com.
1: Well, it's time for a fresh start. It's Monday. Good morning. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Monday, September 26, 2022. Monday of the 26th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year C, cycle two. Monday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the rosary. And today is the optional memorial of Saints Cosmos and Damian. They lived in the third century and they were brothers born in Arabia. They became eminent for their skill in the science of medicine. Now they were Christians, so they were filled with the spirit of charity and never took money for their services. They enjoyed the highest esteem of the people, and when the persecution of Diocletian broke out, their very prominence rendered them marked objects of persecution. They were apprehended and underwent various torments and died about the year 283. They are the patron saints of pharmacists. Saints Cosmos and Damien, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. <music> My God, I adore you and I love you with all my heart. I thank you for having created me, made me a Christian, and preserved me this night. I offer you the actions of this day. Grant that all of them may be in accordance with your holy will and for your greater glory. Protect me from sin and from all evil. Let your grace be always with me and with all my dear ones. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that the death penalty which attacks the dignity of the human person may be legally abolished in every country. 10 Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus.
2: My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins. The grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my God and Angel, intercede for me. Well, when we were growing up, we sometimes argued and fought with our siblings at home, or with our classmates at school, or other children in our neighborhood. We argued and fought over silly things. You took my pencil without asking. You pushed and shoved me in the corridor. You said a bad word to me when I was walking by and so on. Then the other person responded with a counter-argument. Oh yeah? Well, I need that pencil. You were not there. No, I did not push you. You bumped into me. So be careful in future, all right? What do you mean that I said a bad word to you? I did not say a bad word to you. Do you have a hearing problem or something?" Hopefully these verbal arguments did not evolve into something more serious, into the physical domain, such as shoving and pushing and hitting, which then can escalate into more nasty fights, resulting in emotional, psychological and physical harm. And our parents, watching us children, engage in such a, yes, childish behavior, Sometimes dismissed it by saying, Oh, don't be silly. Just grow up. Or, depending on the situation, our parents also said, Just stop fighting. I can't take it anymore. Don't bother me with the silly fights. Just work it out among yourselves. I don't care who started it. They'll both be punished. Why can't you be nice to one another? If you don't stop fighting, I'll tell your father, I'll tell your mother. But most of the time, the parents attributed these fights among the children as a more or less normal behavior, because they have not grown up yet. They do not know any better. They're simply being children. Now Jesus, what about when it's not children who argue and fight among themselves, but adults? And not just any kind of ad- adults? your chosen ones. Yes, Jesus, in today's Gospel, we want to witness precisely that. St. Luke tells us that an argument arose among the disciples about which of them was the greatest. Now, St. Luke is a physician, and as such, compared to the other three evangelists, he is the one who described the various aspects of the humanity of Jesus and the healing ministry he performed for the benefit of so many suffering souls. Unique to his gospel are, for instance, these stories of miraculous healing, healing of a crippled woman on the Sabbath, healing of a dropsical man also on the Sabbath, healing of the Samaritan leper, and so on. So Jesus is quite understandable that St. Luke is the one who described for us this scene of a group of adults arguing among themselves. And who were they? Well, most likely the 12 apostles, since there is a difference between being a disciple of Jesus and being one of the apostles whom Jesus chose among the disciples. In other words, the apostles were given a special mission to be witness to Jesus and spread his saving message far and wide. They had to be more exemplary and committed to follow Jesus unconditionally. And Jesus, when you saw and heard these specially chosen men, adults, argue among themselves, after having spent so much time with you, to so much divine condensation, what was your reaction? Do you simply dismiss them by saying within yourself, Oh, how silly they are, arguing like that among themselves? Oh, How unbecoming of them to have forgotten all my teachings about the kingdom of God? Oh, when will they grow up? No, you do not think or say such a thing. Why? Because you, Jesus, being the greatest expert of fallen human condition, offer them the perfect solution for, let us say, conflict resolution. The apostles were in the midst of such a conflict, competing with one another, Arguing among themselves, perhaps even raising their voice to make a point to others, the domineering attitude, even being hostile with gestures and so on. Isn't it really amusing and also pitiful to imagine these adults argue among themselves? They're adults, not children. Well, Jesus, it was precisely child you pointed out as a solution for their conflicts. So. You took a child and placed it by your side. All this without saying a word or showing any annoyance or displeasure towards your apostles, but in your own meek and humble gesture, so characteristic of you, Jesus. The apostles simply watched you doing this, and they began to wonder in their hearts. Why did the Master take a child and set him by his side? What is the master going to do with that child? What lesson does the master want to give to us by this gesture as it's done so many times in the the past? Then they heard Juji just tell them Whoever receives this child in my name receives me, and whoever receives me receives the one who sent me, for the one who is least among you is the one who is the Greatest. Wow. So our master was listening to all our silly arguments along the way, although he was physically removed from us. And when he was listening to our very childish behavior, he did not intervene right away to stop us. He simply let us be silly. Even as we were grown-ups, Behaving like immature children. Oh Jesus, how patient you are. Yes, Jesus, we are beginning to get it, to understand it more fully that to imitate you, to follow you, to bound to you, we need to become truly more humble. Yes, Jesus, the humility and simplicity of a child. Yes, Jesus, in your kingdom, or even to enter the inter-kingdom, one of the fundamental sine qua non-condition non is that of humility. We are truly sorry, Jesus, because we let our pride and self-centeredness and domineering attitude get in the way, which have clouded and complicated our supernatural vision. Now, we see it more clearly, Jesus, that without humility, We always live in conflicts, and that the best solution for conflicts is humility. St. Augustine once said, If you ask me what the essential thing is in religion and discipline of Jesus Christ is, I shall reply, first, humility. Second, humility. Third, humility. Yes, humility, because without God, we are nothing because all our talents and gifts are from God. Because, Jesus, you are God, and yet you have humbled yourself by taking up our human nature, by submitting yourselves to the cruel death on the cross as a criminal. And you did all these things, Jesus, to offer us humility as the greatest remedy for all human conflicts, which arise from our hearts, which are so proud, so self-centered, and so harsh and cruel towards others at times. O Jesus, meek and humble of heart, have mercy on me. O Jesus, bruised for our offenses, have mercy on me. O Jesus, our peace and our reconciliation, have mercy on me. Yes, Jesus, humility is the best solution for resolving any human conflicts. And now, Jesus, as we are about to finish this dialogue with you, we go to your mother, the humble handmaid of the Lord, besieging her, obtain the great gift of humility for us. Immaculate Mary, meek and humble of heart, conform our hearts to the heart of your Son, Jesus. Amen. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my God and angel interceded for me.
1: More of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 15 minutes past the hour. Today's day of prayer begins next on Daybreak. It's Monday of the 26th week in Ordinary time, September twenty-sixth, two 2022. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin the liturgical day joining with the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings.
3: Lord, open my lips, and
1: and my my mouth mouth will proclaim proclaim your your
3: praise. praise. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord.
4: Come, let
3: us sing joyful
5: songs to the Lord. The Lord's is the earth and its fullness, the world and all its peoples. It is he who set it on the seas, on the waters he made it firm.
3: Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord. Who shall climb the mountain of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? The man with clean hands and pure heart, who desires not worthless things, who has not sworn so as to deceive his neighbor. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord. He shall
5: receive blessings from the Lord and reward from the God who saves him. Such are the men who seek him. Seek the face of the God of Jacob. Come, let us sing joyful
3: songs to the Lord. O gates, lift high your heads. Grow high doors, Let him enter the king of glory,
5: come, come let us sing joyful songs to the Lord, who is the king of glory, the Lord, the mighty, the valiant, the Lord, the valiant in war. Come, let us sing joyful songs to
4: the
3: Lord. O gates, lift high your heads. Grow higher ancient doors. Let him enter the King of glory. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord.
5: Who is he? The King of glory, he the Lord of armies, he is the King of glory. Come, let us sing joyful songs to the Lord.
3: Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in in the
4: beginning
5: is now and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us sing joyful
4: songs to the Lord.
6: bow down and hear me lord come to my rescue bow, bow down, down and, hear and hear me lord, lord. Come, come to my, my rescue in you o lord i take refuge let me never be put to shame in your justice set me free hear me and speedily rescue me be a rock of refuge for me a mighty stronghold to save me for you are my rock My stronghold. For your name's sake, lead me and guide me. Release me from the snares they have hidden, for you are my refuge, Lord. Into your hands I commend my spirit. It is you who will redeem me, Lord. O God of truth, you detest those who worship false and empty gods. As for me, I trust in the Lord. Let me be glad and rejoice in your love. You, who have seen my affliction and taken heed of my soul's distress, have not handed me over to the enemy, but set my feet at large. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning,
4: beginning, is now, and 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 will be forever. forever. Amen. Bow down and hear me, Lord. Come to my rescue.
6: Lord, let the light of your countenance shine on your servant.
4: Lord, let the light of your countenance shine on your servant. servant.
6: Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am in distress. Tears have wasted my eyes, my throat, and my heart. For my life is spent with sorrow and my years with sighs. Affliction has broken down my strength and my bones waste away. In the face of all my foes I am a reproach, an object of scorn to my neighbors and of fear to my friends. Those who see me in the street run far away from me. I am like a dead man, forgotten, like a thing thrown away. I have heard the slander of the crowd. Fear is all around me as they plot together against me, as they plan to take my life. But as for me, I trust in you, Lord. I say, you are my God. My life is in your hands. Deliver me from the hands of those who hate me. Let your face shine on your servant. Save me in your love. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Lord, let the light of your countenance shine on your servant. Blessed be the Lord for he has poured out his mercy upon me. Blessed be the Lord, for he has poured
7: out his mercy upon me.
6: How great is the goodness, Lord, that you keep for those who fear you, that you show to those who trust you in the sight of men. You hide them in the shelter of your presence from the plotting of men. You keep them safe within your tent from disputing tongues. Blessed be the Lord, who has shown me the wonders of his love in a fortified city. I am far removed from your sight, I said in my alarm. Yet you heard the voice of my plea when I cried for help. Love the Lord, all you saints. He guards his faithful, but the Lord will repay to the full those who act with pride. Be strong. Let your heart take courage, all who hope in the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen.
8: Let us pray. God of kindness and truth, you saved your chosen one, Jesus Christ, and you gave your martyrs strength. Watch over your people who come to you here and strengthen the hearts of those who hope in you, that they may proclaim your saving acts of kindness in the eternal city.
4: Blessed be the Lord, for he has poured out his mercy upon me.
9: Guide me in the way of your truth and teach me, for you are my saving God. From the letter of the Apostle Paul, to the Philippians my brothers i want you to know that my situation has worked out to the furtherance of the gospel my imprisonment in christ's cause has become well known throughout the praetorium here and to others as well most of my brothers in christ taking courage from my chains have been further emboldened to speak the word of god fearlessly It is true, some preach Christ from motives of envy and rivalry, but others do so out of goodwill. Some act from unaffected love, uh, aware that my circumstances provide an opportunity to defend the gospel's cause. Others promote Christ, not from pure motives, but as an intrigue against me, thinking that it will make my imprisonment even harsher. What of it? All that matters is that in any and every way, whether from specious motives or genuine ones, Christ is being proclaimed. This is what brings me joy. Indeed, I shall continue to rejoice in the conviction that this will turn out to my salvation thanks to your prayers and the support I receive from the Spirit of Jesus Christ. I firmly trust and anticipate that I shall never be put to shame for my hopes. I have full confidence that now, as always, Christ will be exalted through me, whether I live or die.
4: For to me, life means
9: Christ. Hence, dying is so much gain. If, on the other hand, I am to go on living in the flesh, that means productive toil for me, and I do not know which I prefer. I am strongly attracted by both. I long to be freed from this life and to be with Christ, but that is the far better thing. I long to be freed from this life and to be with Christ, for that is the far better thing. Yet it is more urgent that I remain alive for your sake. This fills me with confidence that I will stay with you and persevere with you, with you all, for your joy and your progress in the faith. My being with you once again should make you even prouder of me in Christ. The word of the Lord. I know that I shall never be put to shame because my hopes and expectations have never been disappointed. I fully trust that now as always.
0: Christ Christ will will be be glorified glorified in in me whether
9: whether I live or die. For to me life is Christ and death is gain. Christ Christ will be be glorified in in me
0: whether I live or
9: die.
0: A reading from a letter to the Philippians by St. Polycarp, Bishop and Martyr. It is not out of presumption that I write to you, my brothers, on what righteousness means, but rather because you asked me to do so. For neither I nor anyone like me can equal the wisdom of the blessed and glorious Paul. When he was in your city, He fully and courageously taught the men of that time the word of truth. When he was absent, he wrote you letters. By carefully studying these letters, you can strengthen yourselves in the faith that has been given to you. This faith is the mother of us all, followed by hope, preceded by love, love of God, of Christ, of our neighbor. Whoever lives within this framework has fulfilled the commandment of righteousness for anyone who has love is far from sin. Now the source of all evil is the desire to possess. Mindful that we brought nothing into this world, and can take nothing out of it, let us put on the armor of righteousness. We must begin by teaching ourselves how to walk in the commandment of the Lord. Then you should teach your wives to walk in the faith that has been handed down to them, in love and in chastity. They must love their husbands with complete fidelity, But they must cherish all others equally, and with self-control. They must raise their children in the discipline that comes from fear of God. We must teach widows to be discreet in all that concerns the faith of the Lord. They must pray without ceasing for all men, shunning all calumny, gossip, false witness, greed, in a word, every sort of evil. They must bear in mind that they are God's sacrificial altar. He sees everything clearly. Nothing escapes his vigilance, be it calculation, thought, or some secret desire of the heart. God, as we know, is not mocked. Let us walk in a way that is worthy of his commands and his purposes. Deacons in the same way must be blameless in the sight of his goodness, for they are servants of God and of Christ, not of men. They must avoid calumny, hypocritical talk, and greed merciful and diligent, they must control all their desires, walking according to the truth of the Lord, who became the servant of all. If we please him in this life, we shall receive the life to come. For he has promised us that he will raise us from the dead, and that if we lead lives worthy of him, we shall reign along with him. This is what our faith tells us.
9: There are many things that are true, honorable, just, and worthy of love.
8: If If there is is anything virtuous, anything worthy worthy of admiration, admiration, think think of of these things
9: things above all else. Put into practice what you have learned and have been taught. Then the God of peace will be with you.
8: If If there there is is anything anything virtuous, anything worthy of admiration, admiration, Think Think of of these these things things above above all all else. else. Let us pray. O God, who manifest your almighty power above all by pardoning and showing mercy, bestow, we pray, your grace abundantly upon us, and make those hastening to attain your promises heirs to the treasure of heaven. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen.
1: 23 minutes before the hour, we'll check out today's gospel in just a few minutes, along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer, all coming up on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. It's Monday of the 26th week in Ordinary time, September 26, 2022, the optional memorial of Saints Cosmos and Damien, the patrons of pharmacists. Well, if there ever was a passage of Scripture that showed how ordinary the apostles were, this has got to be it. Can you imagine them? fighting with each other over who's the greatest, and then saying, hey, that guy over there doesn't belong to our club. We should tell him to knock it off. Well, that's just what happens, but the Lord puts them in their place. Today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, is from the ninth chapter of the Gospel of Luke.
2: An argument arose among them as to which of them was the greatest. But when Jesus perceived the thought of their hearts, he took a child and put him by his side.
8: Whoever receives this child in my name receives me, and whoever receives me receives him who sent me. For he who is least among you all is the one who is great. Master, we saw a man casting out demons in your name, and we forbade him because he does not follow with
1: us. Do not forbid him, for he that is not against you is for you. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, you'll find daily and Sunday Mass readings right under the pray icon on the relevant radio app. Well, you think you've got troubles? Try reading the book of Job. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 5, Ordinary Time. Three of Job's friends, each from a different tribe, learn of his fate and join together to provide some consolation. Their names are Eliphaz, Bildad, and Zophar. When they find Job in such a lamentable state, They're convinced that God has cast a curse upon him. These men believe that prosperity is God's reward for virtue. Tribulation, they hold, is God's punishment for iniquity. The conduct of these men combined with the prolongation of his suffering makes Job feel very lonely. He breaks his silence with a lengthy lamentation. His comforters have some harsh words for their friend who has surely offended God in some grievous way. Job is convinced of his fundamental innocence, even though he has committed minor offenses like any other person. He also recalls the many good works he has done. A great conflict erupts in the depths of his soul. Job knows that God is just, but he is totally unable to make sense of the injustice he is going through. He also believes that God treats man according to some system of merit. Yet how is he to reconcile divine justice with his tragic fate? His friends are ready with an answer to his problem, but he rejects this answer of theirs. There appears to be an insoluble contradiction between divine justice and Job's innocence. This conflict gives Job still more anguish than even his physical sufferings and material disaster. Seen without the eyes of faith, The suffering of innocent people is always disturbing. Children who die in infancy, babies who are born with serious defects, upright people who experience economic catastrophe or grave illness, all this while others who seem indifferent to God live and prosper without a care in the world. The book of Job, with complete frankness, presents the problem of the suffering of an innocent man suffering without guilt. Job has not been punished. There was no reason for inflicting a punishment on him, even if he has been subjected to a grievous trial. As a consequence of this test, Job emerges strengthened in virtue. His loyalty does not, after all, depend on temporal blessings received from God. The book of Job is not the last word on this subject in Revelation. In a certain way it is a foretelling of the Passion of Christ which is the only satisfactory explanation for the mystery of human suffering, especially for the pain experienced by those who have done no wrong. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. One can say that with the Passion of Christ all human suffering has found itself in a new situation. And it is as though Job had foreseen this when he said, I know that my Redeemer lives, and as though he had directed towards it his own suffering, which without the redemption could not have revealed to him the fullness of its meaning. In the cross of Christ not only is the redemption accomplished through suffering, but also human suffering itself has been redeemed. Christ, without any fault of his own, took on himself the total evil of sin. The sufferings of Jesus were the price of our salvation. From that moment on, our suffering could be united with the suffering of Christ. In this way, we can participate in the redemption of all mankind. The great Christian revolution has been to convert pain into fruitful suffering and to turn a bad thing into something good. We have deprived the devil of this weapon and with it, we can conquer eternity. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Fourteen before the hour, let's pray with the whole church now. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer.
8: God, come to my assistance.
4: Lord, make haste to help me.
8: Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit
7: to the end of my pilgrimage and enter the presence of God
9: When, when will I come, come to the, the end of my pilgrimage and, my pilgrimage and enter, enter the, the presence of, of God Like the deer that yearns for running streams so my soul is yearning for you my God My soul is
7: thirsting for God the God of my life When can I enter and see the face of God
9: My tears have become my bread, by night, by day, as I hear it said all the day long. Where is your God?
7: These things will I remember as I pour out my soul, how I would lead the rejoicing crowd into the house of God, amid cries of gladness and thanksgiving, the throng wild with joy.
9: Why are you cast down, my soul? Why groan within me? Hope in God. I will praise him still, my Savior and my God.
7: My soul is cast down within me as I think of you, from the country of Jordan and Mount Hermon, from the hill of Mizar.
9: Deep is calling on deep in the roar of waters. Your torrents and all your waves swept over me.
7: By day the Lord will send his loving kindness. By night I will sing to him, Praise the God of my life.
9: I will say to God, my rock, Why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning, oppressed by the foe?
7: With cries that pierce me to the heart, My enemies revile me, Saying to me all the day long, Where is your God?
9: Why are you cast down, my soul? Why groan within me? Hope in God. I will praise him still, my Savior and my God.
7: Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit.
9: As As it was was in the beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Father in heaven, when your strength takes possession of us, we no longer say, why are you cast down, my soul? So now that the surging waves of your indignation have passed over us, let us feel the healing calm of your forgiveness. Inspire us to yearn for you always, like the deer for running streams, until you satisfy every longing in heaven.
4: When will will I I come come to the the end of
7: my pilgrimage and enter the presence of God?
9: Lord, show us the radiance of your mercy.
4: Lord, show show us the radiance of your mercy.
7: Come to our aid, O God of the universe, and put all the nations in dread of you. Raise your hand against the heathen that they may realize your power.
9: As you have used us to show them your holiness, so now use them to show us your glory. Thus they will know, as we know, that there is no God but you. Give new signs and work new
7: wonders. Show forth the splendor of your right hand and arm.
9: Gather all the tribes of Jacob, that they may inherit the land as of old. Show mercy to the people called by your name, Israel, whom you named your firstborn.
7: Take pity on your holy city, Jerusalem, your dwelling place. Fill Zion with your majesty, your temple with your
9: glory. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever.
7: forever. Amen. Amen.
4: Lord show, show us the, the radiance of, of your
7: mercy. the vaults of heaven ring with your praise O Lord
9: the, the vaults of, of heaven, heaven ring with, with your praise O Lord. Lord. The heavens proclaim the glory of God and the firmament shows forth the work of his hands. day unto day takes up the story of and night unto night makes known the message.
7: No speech, no word, no voice is heard, yet their span extends through all the earth, their words to the utmost bounds of the world.
9: There he has placed a tent for the sun. It comes forth like a bridegroom coming from his tent, rejoices like a champion to run its course.
7: At the end of the sky is the rising of the sun. To the furthest end of the sky is its course. There is nothing concealed from its burning heat.
9: Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever.
7: Amen. Let us pray. To enlighten the world, Father... You sent to us your word as the sun of truth and justice shining upon mankind. Illumine our eyes that we may discern your glory in the many works of your hands.
4: The, the vaults of heaven, heaven ring with, with your, your praise, O Lord.
7: Lord. A reading from the book of Jeremiah. When I found your words... I devoured them. They became my joy and the happiness of my heart because I bore your name, O Lord God of hosts. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. Sing for joy, God's chosen ones. Give him the praise that is due. Sing Sing for for joy, joy, God's God's chosen ones. ones. Give Him the praise that is due. Sing a new song to the Lord.
0: Give Him the praise that is due.
7: Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Sing for joy, God's chosen ones.
6: Give Him the praise that is due. Blessed be the Lord, for He has come to His people and set them free. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. Amen. Amen. Blessed be the Lord, for he has come to his people and set them free.
8: Let us pray. Our Savior has made us a nation of priests to offer acceptable sacrifice to the Father. Let us call upon him in gratitude. Preserve us in your ministry, Lord.
4: Preserve Preserve us in your ministry, ministry, Lord. Lord.
8: Christ, eternal priest, you conferred the holy priesthood on your people.
6: Grant that we may offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to the Father.
8: Preserve Preserve us in your ministry, ministry, Lord. In your goodness, pour out on us the fruits of your Spirit. Patience,
6: kindness, and
8: gentleness.
6: Preserve Preserve us us in in your ministry, ministry, Lord.
8: May we love you and possess you, for you are love.
6: And may every action of our lives praise you. Preserve Preserve us in your your ministry, ministry, Lord. Lord.
8: May we seek those things which are beneficial to our brothers without counting the cost.
6: To help them on the way to salvation. Preserve Preserve us in in your ministry, ministry, Lord.
8: Now let us offer together the prayer our Lord Jesus Christ taught us.
4: Our Father, Father, who
8: who art art in in heaven,
9: hallowed be thy name. name.
6: Thy
7: Thy kingdom
9: come,
6: thy will be done,
7: on earth as it is is
9: in
6: heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, bread,
7: and and forgive forgive us our our trespasses, trespasses, as as we forgive those who trespass against us.
6: And lead us not into temptation,
7: but deliver us
8: from evil. Almighty Father, you have brought us to the light of a new day. Keep us safe the whole day through from every sinful inclination. May all our thoughts, words, and actions aim at doing what is pleasing in your sight. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen.
1: Morning air is coming right up. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the relevant radio app. Go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord.
0: Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group.